Fellow tennis nerds, uh, welcome to uh, another tennis nerd video. No, that's a boring way to start a video. Today we're going to uh, break down the draw of the US Open. This is called Adrian, part of the Safiulin team. And Safiulin has a first uh, match against Cecchinato, no? Cecchinato, yes, Italian player. Let's see how it goes. It's not an easy first round, but at the same time, no, uh, no Grand Slam first round is ever going to be easy. Uh, especially after uh, over three sets, I mean, so many things can happen, right? So. Uh, let's see how that goes. Let's uh, let's all wish him luck and uh, get far in this tournament too. He did a very good Wimbledon run. Uh, let's see if he can do it again. Yeah, so quarterfinal Wimbledon, and he had a little bit of disappointment now in. Uh, well, how did he do in Winston Salem? He lost first round or no? He, he won one. lost in first. Yes, in three sets versus Serundolo, uh, uh, the, the younger brother, yeah, Juanma. Yeah. yeah, the lefty. Um, I mean, anything can happen. Uh, ATP didn't, is didn't, tough. Yeah, it didn't go his way that tournament. But, but again, every week is a new week, new possibilities, so uh, let's see. One thing I want to point out is that the US Open website, they have a bracket challenge that you can enter. You can win a million dollars, I think, uh, or at least a part of a million really? dollar I didn't prize know fund. That. I'm yes, go so in. you should go into the bracket uh, <laughs> challenge and do it. I did mine this morning uh, with the men's. Uh, we'll see if I remember everything, but it's there, and you can do men's and women, and you're in a ch you know, chance to win something. So I uh, recommend all of you tennis nerds watching this to do the bracket challenge, and then we'll compare and see who wins. Who do you think will win? First of all, let's start there. We have two guys that is the, are the main favorites. Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz. We start. I mean, I think that uh, of course those two are looking to be in the final. Uh, they've already played another final this year. Uh, they played a final last week. Uh, they're definitely the two favorites, but I do think Medvedev is going to do something better this time. Uh, I think Medvedev is there. Zverev is getting better and better as the year goes on. Um, who else? But yeah, I, I would think it would be one of those three, right? Yeah. I don't know, what, what do you think? I, I, I agree. I, I would say Medvedev is my like outsider pick. Obviously, the obvious thought would be Djokovic, uh, ah. meaning that he beat Alcaraz, you know, in the last match they played. But those two seem to have like the highest, you know, level of form at the moment. But then you always have Medvedev in his one US Open before. I don't see that many other players. Uh, you it's see... also tough to keep winning, no? Like he's won, like they've been in, the, in Wimbledon, they've been in Cincinnati, like again in US Open, like it's tough to keep winning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like they're not robots. Uh, they're, no, Almost they're, robots. <laughs> <laughs> they're close to, as close as it gets. Yeah. But um, I, I think it's going to be tough, but of course you can't count them out. Of course they're going to be uh, the two favorites to win. But I think, yeah, I think Medvedev is in there. He's won it before, as you said. Um, Zverev is playing better and better. Zverev is playing I really well. He's going to win it. I think it's going to be tough to win the whole thing, but uh, he's he's definitely getting better. Who else was in the draw? You. I went through it this morning, and uh, I mean Medvedev. One of the things that my friend who follows like tennis really closely, he used to work as a kind of professional betting guy. Uh, he said that the first round match with Medvedev and Balash is might be a six love, six love, six love. Yeah, he said that because Balash has. Uh, is, I think he's living on protected ranking and he has uh, lost some really bad matches. Uh, but he gets into these like main draws, uh, luckily for him. Uh, but yeah, he said that that might be a blow up or like get three games or something. <laughs> wow. Uh, so we'll okay, see. That's, that's, a, that's an interesting one, uh, uh, but not so, so important. There's an interesting guy, uh, Alex Mikkelsen, in the draw that uh, I've written about on Tennis Nerd. He's a young American guy. Pretty big serve, uh, big, serve big guy. Volley a lot, yeah, it? plays a bit of a different game. He can mm. be an upset guy. I'm know, also looking here, Arthur Fils. I really like his game. I saw him in Madrid, and um, he was qualifying in Madrid, uh, as were we uh, with uh, Safiulin. 
And um, as I was walking around, he really stood out uh, to the yeah. rest uh, for me. I'd never heard of him uh, before, but I was, I was just walking around and he caught my eye and, and I stayed watching his match. He won that match and I don't remember how far he went, but I've, I've been looking out for him through like the coming months after Madrid this year. And he's just been getting better and better and, and just checking his draw now, like he has Greek sport, Greek sport is good, but but Phils can win that. And then he has Kublio or Arnaldi next. And then he has like, Either like Shevchenko or a qualifier, Sancho, Tom, like he can get far. I yep. think uh, Fields he's, can, he's can, can make a dangerous player. He, he, can, he, he, rem he reminds me of Aliasim a lot. Yeah. Uh, the same style, good technique, good backhand, good forehand, solid from the baseline, all round, very strong physically. Clean ball really, striking. I really like his, his game style, so check him out. You guys will, will like yeah, him for sure. Yeah, he's a dangerous guy in the draw. And good body language, uh, positive player. Um, I like him. He's a. He's, uh, he's, he's, potential maybe top 20 in the near future. Yeah. Uh, one thing to mention about uh, Aliasim is that he's really been struggling. Like, I mean, I've seen, mm. seen him change strings. Now he's back to RPM Rafa, I think. And he's been losing over and over again. So I think his confidence might be at a low. And I talked to some guys, they said he's been practicing really well. So we'll see if he can bring that into match. But match and practice are so different. Like you yeah. can feel really relaxed and be the best practice player ever. And then suddenly in the match, you're tightening up and Things go to. Yeah. I mean, to he, he knows he has the level in him, doesn't yeah. he? He knows that he can, he can do good. He's just missing the confidence lately. Maybe three sets helps with confidence level because you can kind of build yourself into yeah. the match. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it's not like it's a two sets and it's over. No, like two sets and you still have a chance, or maybe one set all. I mean, there's still so much match to be played. Uh, but you can never count him out. I mean, Aliasim definitely has a level. Maybe he doesn't believe it right now, but. Yeah. But what do you think of your? Um, sorry, uh, your country, man. Casper, well, well, uh, I mean, uh, finalist his, last year. Uh, his expectations are are high. I mean, uh, like what he has to defend. Uh, he hasn't been defending much this year, has he? I mean, he's had a tough start to the year. Um, it was doubtful with uh, Roland Garros if he was going to defend that, which he did. So let's hope. I hope for him. I, I follow him uh, every single match he plays. Uh, I, I really like watching him. Uh, not to be biased, maybe, maybe a little bit, but um, every time he plays, I turn on my ATP tennis uh, tennis TV app and I watch his matches. I want him to do good. I want I want him to stay in the top ten. So I think this is this he tournament to, is going to be important. At least get deep to keep himself in the top ten. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't studied the points, but but yeah, he's defending at 1,200 points, right, yeah. for the final, that's that, that's a lot. Defending points is always, it's a tough part of tennis, is that like you, you you have to kind of meet your expectations from last year all the time, and it's like a weird system, mm. but that's how it works, you know? He's uh, he's playing a qualifier in the first round. That should be um, relatively okay. And then he's playing maybe JJ Wolf or Zhang. I mean, he has a, let's say, relatively open draw in the beginning of the tournament, but yeah. of course, defending a final, it's seven matches, he has to play i mean it's uh it's gonna be tough but let's see i, I wish him the best have you I seen uh, wolf play Jay yes wolf? yes so, uh, we practiced with him in madrid um good player uh, interesting style yeah yeah, yeah. Interesting like he style. really like jumps big into the serve yeah and like well, he has a mullet sometimes not always but uh, yeah. and, like he just looks like a guy he just came out of nowhere and has kind of like a bit of an old forehand technique for for the atp pro as well but like just big ball strike. Yeah, right? uh, but he's a American player. He's comfortable on hard courts. He plays on top of the line. He he gets everything on the rise. He he's not easy. He's not easy on on hard, no. especially not in the U.S. So um, 
I don't know how deep he's going to get, but but you but I mean he's he's going to be dangerous for any player to meet. I would say sure this U.S. Open, at least in my recent memory, is like the the tournament with the strongest like American. Uh, players like if you look at like the amount of strong American players in this draw is mm. pretty amazing like you have young guys Shelton, Wolf, Mickelson I talked about so many strong American players uh, but also like guys who have been more established Fritz for example you know Tommy Paul who's playing the best tennis of his life I would say yeah so this tournament like it's a high chance uh, we'll see some American Maybe not winner, but at least they will go deep. I feel yes, like yeah. there's a bunch of players. I mean, US has always had top players, not like top ten players. They've always had like maybe multiple or, or at least up there. But now they're maybe not in the top ten, but in the top hundred, they have a lot of players. Yeah, now I think it's the strongest, and, uh, like the depth of the. TFO got to semis last year, right? TFO uh, is, uh, is up there. Yeah, he got to the semi-final last year. He lost to Alcaraz, I believe, it was in five sets. Um, you you can never. You can never count him out either, Tiafo, and, and he loves the show, and that's what U.S. Open is um, is known for, no? Yeah. U.S. Open is known for the show, the loudness, I mean, uh, they have that from the other U, uh, U.S. sports, basketball, the NFL, the NHL. It's supposed to be crazy, yeah, it's exactly. It's supposed to be, that that's what they're, we, we had a conversation about that uh, in private some weeks ago, no? Like, Wimbledon has their niche, which is like luxury and prestige, and then the French also maybe the same, like a French version. Yeah, yeah, French version. US, yeah. <laughs> and then the US is loud and, and yeah. a lot of atmosphere. And a bit like Australian Open, like even like they're, they're, yeah. it's a bit nuts there, you know? And, and also the stadium shape, no? Arthur Ashe is like very steep. It's yeah. very steep, first of all, it's So you huge. feel like you're in a, you know, yeah. this is a big, I think it big echoes time. a lot and it just gets very loud. And when I'm seeing here Gasquet, Gasquet is, is, is doing a good season so far. Yeah, he's no? playing he's like the, the best tennis in a long time. I in, think he's an yeah. older guy. Uh, with and he's player Marosan, and then made the winner of Manarin and Watanuki. I mean, maybe maybe he's looking into the third round, maybe even fourth round, depending on on. on you never on know with results, Manarino, but, yeah, yeah, but he's uh, he's gonna defend. He's, he's he's also been having a pretty good year, Manarino, like one tight long grass. Mm. Also, always does well on grass for some reason. Monfils has been playing very well. Yeah. Uh, Monfils, uh, I, I love watching him play. Uh, I always turn on also my tennis TV when he's playing. He's playing a qualifier in the first, but then he's meeting Rusevori or Rublev, which played a great match in Cincinnati, no? Yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a good, like, they both strike well from the baseline. It's like pretty solid, like, yeah. hard hitting feast. You that's know? a tough draw for Monfils. We always like to see him go far in tournaments. Yeah, but, yeah, he's uh, a fun guy for sure. We have a Malaga guy, uh, Davidovich Fokina. He starts with Marcus Giron. Giron has also done better uh, in, in recent times, I would say. So that's, a, that's an interesting match. Fokina, I don't know his, his form. Was so so on the clay, I would say. Yeah. Um, but we'll see if he gets gets back into it. Uh, Bublik team is a great first round. We we'll get into like the, some good first round matches. Bublik won big tournament this year, ATP 500 in Halle. Uh, team is coming back slowly, slowly. Mm. The question is, and he's also won the US Open. If we all, it's hard to remember that now because 2020 was such a different year for the whole, you know, history of mankind in one way. And it's also. Uh, that final was so strange with no crowds, him and Zverev being so nervous because they had not won one. Yeah. And then he had all these injury problems and maybe like mentally... And it was right after the US Open, no? It was just like right after the US Open, that's when it kind of went downhill for him. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't uh, really played well since, since then. So um, we'll see. I mean, Bublik would be a tough first round match, but, but maybe like five sets and he will feel some 
that he has been doing better generally, mm. uh, he can he can win that match. But it's it's going to be a tough one. Holger Rune is someone that we haven't mentioned about yet, and and he's a strong player. And he's seeded four. He's a... He was actually the guy when I did the the draft. I thought he would go really far because like you know he's a potential semi finalist yeah. because he has the game to upset guys like Alcaraz even with the power mm. he can go power to power, which is rare. Yeah, and he has beaten Novak, you know. So that's guy with like endless confidence and belief in his own. Yeah, yeah, and ability. he's very self, self, uh, self-confident. Yeah, and Rune, maybe he hasn't had the results like in these maybe last couple months. Uh, we haven't seen him around so much. I'm not sure why. Uh, I don't know if it's due to yeah, due to injury and back problems. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean he's back. The only in, place in impossible racket the challenges. These days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should stick to regular rackets. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and then Tsitsipas Raonic. I mean, Raonic, uh, after five years out, he uh, he came back and won a, a, against Tiafo, right? First, yeah, yeah, uh, he won a big match. Which some uh, they had some controversy there where where Tiafo hit uh, this. I think he ran into the side of the net, and the, the side of the net, meaning the double side, it didn't count as the net, you know. So yeah. that was a huge controversy, and uh, and he lost the set due to that Raonic, but still yeah. won the match. That was interesting. It was like it. I've never seen it. I don't know if it's ever happened before. No, like, I don't think so. But usually in these tournaments, they take out the net and and they make the shorter net for the singles. So that kind of part of the net should be non-existent. You yeah. should be able to run right past it, but because it's there, it's allowed to touch it. So makes that was a makes bit, sense uh, to me, like in the rule book. I don't think it's so uh, like and, um, strange. Like the supervisor you, was clearly totally aware of the of the of the rule. Like he was like. So, super impressive. So, yeah, so yeah, good job super to impressive. these umpires. They really know every single uh, rule. It actually, not many people know or, or take into account these uh, umpires, how much they have to study. There's so many tiny, tiny minor rules that you got to know that it's not just the scoreboard and, and just what's in and what's out. There's so many rules in tennis that... Strange uh, rules, like things that you might not think will ever happen, but then suddenly it happens, like this thing, and you're on TV in front of like you know hundreds of thousands of people watching, maybe mm. on stream and, and in the audience as well, and then you have to make like a split second call on, and and also be able to negotiate or at least calm down the player who's not going to be happy. Well, one of the players is not going to be happy with your call, no matter what. So you you always have these. You have to always like conflict resolve situations where you're like, okay, I have a conflict, I have to deal with it. So I, I don't think we give enough respect sometimes to the umpires who actually yeah. put in like so, such a, a great job at resolving these situations. I mean, there are some really stupid calls. Yes, we've seen that as well, but mm. but most of them do a really good no, job. No, it does also. take years of, of, of studying. Uh, I know an umpire personally and, and there's a... Like he was explaining to me, like it's 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 not easy. It's a, it's a lot of studying. It's a lot of uh, trial like rounds, a lot of testing uh, to be able to uh, to do these kind of decision and to know the whole rule book off by heart, and also to do it in such a decision. I even think the, um, what happened in that match was in a very important moment. I don't think it was a set point or a, or a break point. It, it was I don't remember it exactly, but um, it was a very important moment, and he was so fast to act upon it. So good job to the umpire. Yeah. Eubanks, another guy to watch out for, like he's uh, the skinniest guy on earth, I think, uh, but mm-hmm. he has like a huge serve and uh, yeah, but a big very game. Very good net reach. He, very good he net reach. He stretches his arms and the racket like hits the service line, uh, sorry, the singles line on each side. Yeah, yeah, now this guy is, is dangerous, like he can beat anyone pretty much, it looks like. Uh, Fritz, of course, so-so four maybe going in, uh, not a player I, w- I would like think is going to have a chance of winning, but I know the American crowd like obviously is one of their favorite players. Mm. Uh, and Djokovic rode to, through the draw looks pretty 
pretty simple on a Djokovic level. Most things look simple, but um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, should we get to some kind of prediction? I mean, like my feeling is, is Novak. How about Sinner? We haven't talked about Sinner. Ah, Sinner, yeah, yeah. I almost forgot Sinner, about Sinner. How Sinner can is uh, he's a he's a hard hit. Let me find him in the draw. Yeah, I, see, I put uh, him far in my uh, in my in your thing bracket as well. challenge. Yeah, in my yeah? bracket challenge as well. Let's see, Sinner against Hanfman, and then he plays either Qualify or Sonego. Um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Sinner Sinner is always a, a, a semi-finalist candidate. There's many semi-final candidates, but uh, he's he's one of them. Yeah, he got to the semi-final of Wimbledon this year. He's been in these situations before, maybe not in U.S. Open specifically, but but he I I I feel that he feels deep down that he can get a uh, deep. Yeah, he can. I mean, he technically can win the tournament. Like he has enough uh, form to do that. He did win a big tournament as well, right? Like not so far. Yeah, he won. A, he won. A, was it Toronto? He won. He won Toronto. Yes. Or was it Master Montreal? Thousand. Yeah, yeah. So he has already shown himself, and also he loves the hard courts. I think that is his favorite surface, right? So. Yes. Um, another guy uh, that I want to mention because he's one of my favorite players is Stan the Man Wawrinka. Starting yes. against Nishioka, it's a doable win. Considering the form he's in, he's also like Gasquet, like one of those older guys that's been, you know, he keeps mm. keeps hammering and uh, has been showing some results. Uh, talking about old guys that keep hammering, Andy Murray as well. You never know if he's gonna, you know, he's, he's playing a hot head Mute, so that he has a good chance of winning, I would say. Yeah. Mute has been and struggling. Mute, I don't know if he's if he's still just slicing or is he hitting backhands. It's now? like your uh, junior play. We we just <laughs> yeah. watched uh, Igor here and uh, he was winning easily, luckily. Uh, but he has a bit of a wrist problem, so he has to slice now on the on the double hander. Yeah. Uh, but big forehand, and that's a little bit. Uh, we'll see with yeah, with. And, uh, and he does all these like drop shots, and he's, he's a high IQ player, no? Like, yeah. That's what he plays with, and he's. He has uh, high testosterone as well. <laughs> Something. <laughs> he, he likes to get very angry. Uh, we've seen that, and he, he can like self-destruct, but when yeah. he plays his game, he plays really well. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, and, I'll I'll uh, go. Uh, my prediction. Uh, for, for the winner will be uh, Djokovic in this case, uh, which is a little bit boring, but mm, it's tough to bet against him. He looks very motivated. I'll say Alcaraz. Yeah, I think that's good. So, I think um, we have that. That's pretty, I mean, sorry for the safe bets. I want to hear your outrageous predictions in the comments. Outrageous <laughs> predictions. Balash will win. That, that's our favorite part. No, after we <laughs> release the video, we're all day watching, seeing what you guys comment. So please yeah. comment. We do, watch, we do see the comments that you guys put. And it's always interesting to hear what, what you guys have to say. Oh, uh, so we have a Swedish player, so we have to get started there. Uh, because she also tough starts draw. against Sviontek. Yeah, I think that is a bit tough. Uh, big thanks to Rebecca for giving tickets to the when I was, was at the French Open. So really cheer for her. Yeah, it's, it's a bit tough. It's a bit tough, that against one. Sviontek. So she is ob the obvious favorite for many players. Uh, but we have uh, Coco Goff, who's been winning and, and really like cleaned up her game and, and I talked to Rick Macy, uh, the star coach, about like her forehand especially. He was seeing like, oh, he wanted really to work on her forehand. That was one of the things that he was, you know, frustrated and thing that he thought was like a thing you could really improve mm. uh, because the rest of her game is pretty strong. I don't know, she has a new coach. Off the top of my head, I can't remember who it is. Uh, it's a new coach and it looks like something is helping, you know, something mm. is working well for her, whether that's a change to the forehand or just a mental thing or something else, we, we don't know. But but she's a definite threat to the, to the title, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and we talked about earlier, with actually today, about the women's tennis, how they like to hit so hard or at least so flat. And I think the, now, little by little, the women are starting to hit with more topspin, yeah. like slice a bit more, open Sviantek the court, effect, play a little, little bit. bit yeah. yeah, and, and Sviantek really proves that this is the way to go, no? yeah. at least 
at least over the long run. Maybe she won't win any every match like that because when Sabalenka is destroying every single ball she is and the day that they all go in, yeah. uh, it's tough to beat. But like if they play 10 matches, I do think that the player that plays a little bit smarter with more spins will probably win six of them, yep. which at the end of the day is the majority. And yeah, blasting Ostrebor every ball also, is not... Uh, Onstebor is also another player that plays like that. It's so entertaining to watch their drop shots, goes to the volley. Uh, yeah, one of the favorite players to watch, you know. And see, it was kind of heartbreaking and such to. A nice person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To to watch her in the Wimbledon final when she really like faded away. Mm. Uh, kudos to Vondrusova for winning, but it was still like it was clear that the, the mo moment, the weight of the moment, just got to her because her tennis is there to win Grand Slams. You yeah. know, she just needs that last piece yeah. of. And she's been Possibly. saying that she's she's been fighting like like in her head like over the course of the whole year that she needs to win or wants to win or is fighting to win her main uh, her Grand Slam. There's a young player to watch here as well, Mira Andreeva, a 16-year-old, yes. wow. super powerful player and uh, head screwed on, so uh, she can definitely be a threat here. And we have. I saw actually. Sorry to interrupt, but I saw in, in Madrid was the first time I. I saw Mirandreva, a lot of people I firstly saw in Madrid, but uh, uh, she was 16 at the time, I believe, maybe 17, uh, I'm not sure, don't take my word for it. Um, and uh, she got very deep into that tournament and it was the first time I'd heard of her and she, we were playing on the court after her and uh, Sabalenka. She lost to Sabalenka that match, I think it was one and two or two and three, it was something pretty straightforward. but. Uh, we're in the gym at that time. She walks into the gym and just her face was like, "I'm gonna beat her next time I play her," and 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 that was the, like that was her words or her her body language that she expressed when she came into the gym. She sat on, on the spinning machine and and it was just impressive, like a 16, 17 year old player playing against number two in the world, saying those or or acting like that after a match is is just so big, no? And it's, yep. and and just shows like what she's aiming for. So um, I'm excited to see how far she does get in her career. Yeah, she's she's going to be a, a power player for sure, a figure. And she has an older sister that plays very well, no? As well, uh, I didn't know that one. Her uh. younger sister. So um, maybe that's where she has it from. She's been competing uh, against, against yeah, someone think, better than her all her life. Helps. I mean, even Alcaraz has a younger brother. That's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure he's going to be as good as, as uh, his older brother. But. but then Novak is the oldest one. and. And then uh, he's the one that's the best, so it, it, it's not always like that, no. but I mean, for everyone is different. Yeah. We have, uh, talking about older people, uh, we have Karolin Wozniacki back in the draw. Uh, problem is, uh, they rarely live up to the hype, because going back, like you've been away from the tour, the tour is ever evolving, whether mm -hmm. it's WTA or ATP or Futures or whatever, every tour is evolving, tennis is evolving as a sport, so everybody's hitting harder, with more spin, playing better, moving mm -hmm. better. And uh, here she is, like she, you know, took some time off as a mother and, you know, retired. But then coming back, I doubt it. Uh, my friend who I hit with here in Bel Air sometimes, uh, Danish player, uh, Andre, he, he hit with her for two weeks, just trained with her for two weeks. And he said it's like she's hitting the ball so well and he does pray, train with some good players. So mm. maybe. Huge suspicious. respect, by the way, for the women that um, get children and then they come back on tour and uh, for first of all, like, uh, already that is, is is to admire. But then the fact that they can even come back and play and win matches and, yeah. and compete on a on a tour that's that's unbelievable. So um, good job for them. Yep, absolutely. So, then I see um, Ribakina. Ribakina is also a player that that can't be counted out. Kostyuk is uh, a tough first round match, though. It's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a tough one, but uh, Ribakina is playing good. He's playing good this year. 
Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, like she has a big game as well, like with the serve and everything. I think she she can definitely. Uh, she's always yes. there to win slams, I would say. And Belinda Bencic, uh, I see her name here, and I remember she was the best in the world when I was growing up. I believe she's my age. She's born in uh, 98, like me, 97. Uh, I remember she was the best, so I'm always checking out for her uh, how she's doing. Uh, I think she, well. she really went up the rankings, then she dropped a little bit, but now I see here she's seated number 15, so let's see how she gets on. Swiss player like uh, Federer. We have Asarenka talking about older players. She can always be dangerous, you know. Uh, at oh. least, at How least. about Sakari? She's she's strong for fit, for she, physically. I mean, yeah, Sakari is, is a tricky player because she she looks. I mean, she's the fittest player probably on tour if you look physically at least, you know. Yeah. But then when it comes to like, I mean, tennis is, is like a physical game, but it's also a physical game, right? Mm. And I feel like she often chokes in situations where she should win matches. Like when she's mm. good at fighting, maybe from equal or below, but when she's the favorite, she sometimes have a problem. Like yeah, going and through. I saw some stats. I think it was Sakari, I saw a stat where she's been to so many quarterfinals, but never to a semi-final or, or, or yeah. something like it's that. It's like or a mental hurdle, right? But never to a final. I'm not sure which one you guys can do, <laughs> do your homework after watching the video, but it was something like that. So like you say, it's a mental thing. Also, yeah. if you've never been in a situation or never surpassed a quarterfinal before, it's hard to do it that first time. Yep. I think it's also for people in the future store that has never gotten their first point, it's tough to get that first point. But once you've gotten one, you can you feel like you can do it again. Yeah. And then you do do it again. And then that first maybe quarterfinal is tough. But once you've done it once, you can do it yeah, again. Yeah, it's so, a hump always. Like you have yeah. to get through the hump. I mean, we see that with Breaking Felix. The ice and, yeah, in his like uh, road to, uh, to ATP point. Like that's just that you put the point out there as such an obstacle, maybe it's tougher than to overcome than if you're just like I'm gonna see how good I can get but when you say like the whole this whole series is about getting that point you make the point like the Mount Everest of your mm. like thing and and I think sometimes that can be a mental you make the mental challenge even bigger mm. by just putting it out there sometimes sometimes mm. it can help but sometimes it can also be maybe a just live problem. the moment or be in the present no or play point by point or try to do like your best like always you. I mean it's sometimes tough to quantify exactly and that point becomes like such a huge thing that it's like mm. oh if I do it but then Tennis is such a mental sport, mm, so you, you, you can choke and uh, another thing. Uh, uh, one, one match I wanted to point out was the first round uh, tough match. Stevens, uh, one of the best American players, versus Beatriz Hadid Maya. Hadid Maya has been playing really well, and I think that will be a tough one for, for Sloan Stevens. Yeah. Um, pretty good match to start off the tournament. You had something maybe you've seen? Yeah, uh, I see here Leila Fernandez. I hit with her earlier this year, actually, not long time ago. Uh, she's hitting a good ball. She's so smart. It's uh, she's another player that hits a little bit like Swiatek in in the in the way where she hits with a lot of topspin, opens the court, uh, takes time away from the ball. She's not a powerful player. Um, however, she has so many other qualities that can make her uh, do well. And also, she's been in the famous final a couple of years back mm. um, against Raducanu. Yeah. Against Raducanu. So she's been in there before. Of course, expectations are there. She's very young. Um, but uh, also such a nice person, the family is so nice. As I said, I hit with her a couple weeks or months ago and um, I, I want to see her do well. She has good so. energy, right? Like she's good positive energy. Yeah, for it's... sure. And uh, she's so intelligent. The way she opens the court, like she just cuts in and, and, and she's a lefty. So she just opens the court that way and then opens the court that way and comes to the volley. The, very entertaining to watch, so look out for her. We wish her the best. Katie Bolter, uh, Bolter has been doing like her best uh, year so far, won a title, 
Uh, Brits are behind her now that Raducanu has struggled with the injury issues and, and whatnot. Uh, but uh, there's one player she's facing the first round here, Diane Parry or Parry. Uh, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. French player, one-handed backhand, a beautiful mm -hmm. one-handed backhand, and. Uh, that's a good match to watch, I think. Uh, we have another Danish player, Clara Tausen, against uh, Potapova. Edgar behind the camera here has to correct my Russian pronunciation. She's also How about tough. Pegula? Pegula is, is one of the favorites and she's American. She's going to feel at home. She's going to have a lot of crowd behind her. And Pegula, I also like the way she hits the ball. Yeah, Pegula is, is playing, and also she's playing amazing now. She's she just won, so, in, uh... so we'll see. Like usually, like we talked about that Mount Everest, and I think sometimes for some players, like winning a Masters is one thing, but then winning Grand Slam, that's where that all Mm -hmm. comes down to like I mean mm -hmm. a Grand Slam can kind of save a career you win one Grand Slam you you won a Grand Slam so like yeah, whatever yeah. you do for the rest of the career it doesn't matter uh, so it's like that that can be a tough one to overcome yeah, but, but she has like, a good since chance you're a child you're like looking up towards Grand Slams you yeah. know like uh, okay you do hear like okay I want to win a Master 1000 but it's like I want to win Wimbledon I want to win Roland Garros or US Open or Australia like that that's where it's all at and I think it's built in from such a young age where that's the trophy you want to get so yeah. Even if you're serving for the match, it must be hard to close the match because it's 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 so it's much. It's all there. I mean, so much feelings and like so I mentioned before, U.S. Open 2020 final. There's no crowd there even. I mean, obviously people are watching on stream, mm. but you see like the most nervous guys ever, Zverev and team, and these are pretty established players at this point. Like, but mm. they no slam, so like the most nervous final. Like it, it's almost fun to watch just because of you see the nervousness, mm. but you can also almost feel it. Like it's like you know how yeah, tough tennis can be them. when you're nervous. <laughs> Uh, so Pegula, going back to her, third seed, uh, one of the favorites for sure, uh, Camila Giorgi. Camila Giorgi is one of those players that designs her own dresses and hits every ball like it's the last shot she will ever hit, which is a lot of players on the WTA Tour. And uh, yeah, she can beat anyone, like she, like 6 love, 6 2, you know, but you can also lose, lose pretty badly. So uh, yeah, this is a complete, you know, uh, toss up in that sense. But I think Pegula will go through. Jabor plays uh, Colombian, Osorio. Also pretty strong player, but should still be a, yeah. a pretty easy one for for. Uh, I Jabur. see her Podoroska from Argentina. I was in Argentina last year. My wife is Argentinian, so I always uh, follow also the Argentinian players at home. I want to see her do well also. Is she a more? Uh, I mean, when you think about Argentina and you think about tennis, you think about clay courts. Yes, is that, is that is also in case with her. I don't know this player so well. Or? For sure, probably. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Canepi, yeah, there's a... Some and good... uh, Badosa, let's see, Badosa's playing Venus Williams. Badosa's had an injury. Also, For a she, while, yeah, she's yeah. Uh, a little bit in love at the moment, so... <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> let, let's see if that's going to affect her or not. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she's playing against someone that's won this tournament uh, once or twice. Uh, Venus Williams, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, oh yeah, that's a big matchup. And Venus is like 43 years old, like so big, 40, big ups to Venus for, yeah, for still playing. 43 years old, ranked 407. She's got a wild card into the tournament. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but but I love how she's still competing. Yeah, she, yeah, she uh, It just goes to show how much she loves tennis. No, I mean big applause, she, yeah. she really doesn't need to play tennis anymore. I believe she has her own brand. She she's won everything. She just plays because she loves the sport, and she that's loves the like, sport. A, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, and, uh, so that, that's a good match. Badosa Williams can be, I Badosa mean, like, that would be tough for Badosa and, uh, to go into to like a crowd that's mm. going to be wanna, very pro. Williams. And I also want to mention Badosa's uh, footwork. Uh, if you've never watched her play or maybe you haven't paid attention, but her footwork is on point. Uh, she's she has so high intensity, higher than many many men. 
uh, and also we spoke to Apostolos earlier. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a few months told ago. about her backhand, like how he, he when sh her and Steph were hitting backhand cross courts, mm. like she could really face him, like you know, with the same pace. Yeah, that was pretty interesting to see. He's, like yeah, they can actually practice and, that, you know. And we can quote that he said that she has a better backhand than the majority of the of the ATP players. Yep. Uh, crazy good backhand and very good footwork. She's so fast. She's also tall, also to be a to, to be a woman. Uh, 180 tall, uh, good backhand and very good footwork. So, so yeah, she. I mean, she can always go deep. She's just coming from an injury and she's in love. So, uh, let's can, see. Can do great things. Can do bad things. We, we never and know. Pliskova, Pliskova hangs around here in Marbella very often. She yep. has her academy. Yeah, she's uh, been home, here training but, um, in Bel Air a lot. She's been yeah. training at uh, where you are. So, a lot of experience in her also. Flat, aggressive, so, big serve see. as well. Um, one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels in tennis is the Kasatkina YouTube channel, which she does with her wife. She is playing Alicia Parks. Alicia, Alicia I'm not from, uh, yeah, I'm American, no. Alicia Parks. And um, Parks is like Serena Williams 2.0 or the next Serena Williams, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. She also does like many shots or mannerisms, very similar to Serena, so probably was her idol growing up. Mm. And so she's going to have, um, you know, that's going to be a tough, tough match for Kasatkina to have a first round. Uh, so also here on the women's side, quite a lot of uh, strong American players. Sophia Cannon obviously won a Grand Slam already, so uh, she's also a threat. But she's more of a player, kind of like Ostapenko in a way, that she has the one week that's the best week ever, or two weeks. Or she can just have so, mm. so, like, she needs to really light up for, for two weeks. Uh, yeah. She doesn't have that consistent level of just being amazing yeah, like yeah. some players. I mean, they, they, we see that a lot on the WTA Tour, uh, don't we? And also, what I do like about the WTA Tour is that they're like they're much. It's a much broader uh, field of, of winners. You no, know? like as we said in on the ATP, is like either it's going to be Djokovic, or Alcaraz. Maybe we have a third or maybe a fourth in there. But on the WTA, like it's quite open, a few yeah. years ago, we had um, the Raducanu versus Fernandez. I mean, one of them was a wild card. One of them came from, sorry, they came from the qualifying. I mean, you'll never see that on the ATP tour, but that's actually cool about the WTA. That's actually the, I mean, I've, okay, I watched a lot of WTA, but I really sat down and I and I planned my day to watch that match, which usually I don't maybe do. So I like to see that on the WTA. To see some new players come in, yep. we see also There's a bit more dynamic players. feeling to the to the also field. Also, to have right? a 16-year-old in the draw, like on the ATP, it's tough. On the WTA, we do see that. So th there's definitely many pros on watching the um, the WTA. So um, yeah, it's a it's a good. So who's winning this? Yeah, this that's where we are right now. Okay, that's a tough one. I think this, is, like you said, this is tougher than than uh, than for the the men. Instead I would of say. maybe three or four candidates, we have maybe like ten to twelve Quite candidates. Quite a few so. candidates. <laughs> I think it's um, Pegula's time now. I think Pegula? I will go for her. Yeah, yeah, because she had a good, such a good run up. Uh, American player. We'll have a crowd in the in the back. I don't feel Shvontek for some reason. I sometimes it's just a gut feeling, but I don't feel yeah. like she will win at least. So then that gives me a few candidates. I mean, Maybe it's Ons time as well. Ons Jabor would be amazing if she could win a Grand Slam. But on I'm going to go court, Especially it's the faster service, uh, surface. So of course on the faster surface, the, uh, the people the, or the the women that hit hard, if they have a good day, they, they can win. And, and if they're having a good week, so I mean I, I don't think I'm going to count out Sabalenka. No. I think no. I'll have Sabalenka to go deeper than uh, Swiatek. Um, I might be wrong, but uh, Sabalenka just hits the ball so strong every single shot. Yep. And uh, and sh and she happens to be very consistent too.
Yeah, which is crazy. So I'm going to say Sabalenka. Sabalenka and Pagula. All right, so we'll see Sabalenka. if Shrontek or uh, maybe Goff will prove us wrong. But uh, again, we did have a lot to say about the WTA tour. So. Probably more. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> because like sometimes you, you when you open up the draw and you start looking at the names, then you get into like, ah, oh, you have ideas about the different matches. Yeah. Uh, and you don't think about it beforehand, but when you see the draw, it's actually, ah, oh, this is quite mm. interesting. And like we said, the women's draw, tends to be a bit more open, there's a bit more surprise in it, so yeah. the, the men's can be a little bit more easy to predict in the way that you know that these four, five, six guys will be quarter-finalists most likely. Yeah. Then there will always be upsets, but it's yeah. a little bit more you know, happening. But especially in the Grand Slam with, with the men's, it's uh, on, in five sets, it's the, the better player usually wins, no? Yeah. Like on, when it's best of three, yeah, that there can be yeah. more surprises than a best of five. Because best of five, at the end of the day, the one that is more experienced, more confident, has better shots, can will 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 take it maybe in the end, or at least a higher chance. Cool. Uh, but but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this US Open. I'm excited for for every Grand Slam, for every tournament, to be honest. But uh, but yeah, US Open is always fun to watch. It's the last uh, Grand Slam of the calendar, so let's see how it goes. Yeah, and good luck to Roman and your, yeah your whole team for working Thank with Roman and uh, here behind us. And then uh, yes, we're yeah. going to be watching uh, Monday at five o'clock uh, Spanish time. So. I'll yeah, it's a good, good time at least. Yeah, good time at least. Yes. All right, I hope you liked this video. If you do, uh, please subscribe as always. And uh, please also comment with your own uh, predictions. Like, who do you think will win? Why? Do you have any upset predictions? And do that bracket challenge. Uh, give mm -hmm. some love to the to official uh, US Open website. I think it's a fun thing. Uh, maybe they've done it before, but mm -hmm. uh, it maybe looks like it's getting bigger and, and uh, definitely going to be part. remember to think about us if you do win a million dollars, if we gave you the idea. <laughs> Donations yeah. are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys, have a good one. See you soon. And don't forget to play some tennis.